What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Hey, DJs, it is Tuesday, September 19th. Derek Carr was just good enough, and Deshaun Watson wasn't good enough. We recap Monday Night Football games, talk about some fantasy implications, and then make some baseball bets. I'm Mad Max. Join me, the one and only Six Panther. Panther, you were lamenting in the pre-show. Not a good day yesterday for you. Uh, the upside to yesterday was the push in the New Orleans Saints game, uh, Owen four otherwise uh baseball i think i say this every single year this time of year it's just getting harder and harder to bet these they bring up these kids i don't know who they are um for the the bad teams and then the playoff teams i just i don't know if they just don't want to play or aren't trying they're setting the rotation i don't know but this last two or three weeks we've got of the regular season is going to be brutal I even went into, like, this morning when I was going through, I'm like, you know what? I really hope there isn't that much to bet. And somehow I managed to find five games. So probably an 0-5 game day for me today. (laughs) Jeez. Well, before we get to that, let's uh, talk about the Monday Night Football. I guess the the big takeaway, well, we'll recap this first. The the Saints beat the Panthers 20-17, so that was the push because the Saints were favored by three, so we pushed on that one. The Browns lost to the Steelers 22-26. to Now, again, the big news out of last night was uh, in in that game, Nick Chubb could be out for the season. That, that, that injury looked vicious. I didn't see the injury, but it does sound like he is done for the year, and it just kind of makes you wonder... I'm just kind of spitballing here, but these guys really don't take any hits in the preseason. They really kind of baby them, and then they get into these early season games. This is the second Monday night game in a row where we've seen somebody um, be done for the year. And it just kind of makes you wonder if they shouldn't be maybe taking a few more shots um, during the preseason and getting their bodies ready because – Okay, I'm not an elite athlete, but I'm telling you right now, if somebody hit me the way these guys get hit, I'd be out for much longer than a season. <laughs> and it's <laughs> I, I, how they take these beatings and survive most of the time anyway is beyond me. But um, yeah, what I thought would could be a decent Browns team without Nick Chubb and also no Kareem Hunt. He's no longer with the team. Um, yeah, I don't know if I have any upside for these Browns anymore. I I mean, they do have a pretty good offensive line. Uh, The backup, Jerome Ford, ended up running for 106 yards and then caught a touchdown pass as well. So if you're talking about fantasy implications, I guess you're picking up Jerome Ford the same way as uh, maybe you're picking up Matt Breda for 
what three weeks worth of work for the Giants with Saquon Barkley out um, only three weeks. But uh, the hit, if you go to the asylum, by the way, uh, last night, uh, Mr. Fitted uh, did post what the hit was. And uh, God, it's it's puke inducing, man. It is knees should not bend that way. Um I mean, you always talk about the non-contact injuries being uh, the devastating ones. Well, contact injuries can be pretty devastating, too. I'm just saying. That one was pretty fucking vicious. Okay. So, yeah, but the Browns, they they drop a division game that they could have won. They should have won. Steelers avoid 0-2 after a very embarrassing week one loss. So they're they're back in the mix, um, which was part of my fear, right? I was like, yeah, you know, you don't want to ever bet against this Steelers team as as long as long as they're being coached the way that they are. Um, they, man, uh, Bengals zero and two, Cleveland one and one, Steelers one and one. Your Ravens pick early on in this season seems to be the right one. They seem to be the best of the bunch there. But even so, like, I'm not, like, super impressed by the Ravens at this point in time. And they've got injury issues as well. So for a, a division that was supposed to be one of the most competitive ones, I think you're right. It does look pretty competitive. All the teams are kind of bunched together right now. Oh, it's anybody's division. You know, the Baltimore obviously suffered their injury with J.K. Dobbins, and they've been relatively deep at running back for um, several years, three or four years now. So they've got guys that they can plug and play and, and know the system. But it should be a really competitive you know, season in that division. But like you said, not impressed. But outside of maybe San Francisco, has anybody – I mean, Dallas and their cupcake schedule so far – has anybody really impressed us? Like, I just need to get to weeks four and five, get these quote-unquote preseason weeks out of the way so I can really start to, to judge these teams. I'll tell you the one thing I have been mildly impressed with, despite the record, Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, the two big rookie quarterbacks coming out of the draft, have performed pretty admirably um, with you know subpar rosters. You know, we didn't really get to talk about it in our – uh, review yesterday uh, over Sunday's games, but C.J. Stroud threw the ball 47 times for almost 350 yards. Pretty impressive for a rookie. So I am keeping an eye on these rookie quarterbacks, Richardson with the Colts as well, because those guys uh, have to carry a lot of weight on their shoulders given how bad their teams are. Yeah, of course, with Richardson, he did suffer that uh, concussion in the last game, so he might be out for a game uh, depending on concussion protocols. As I said... Learn how to fucking slide, dude. Don't take fun. <laughs> he's going to learn. <laughs> He'll, he's got his bell rung like Tua. He better fucking learn. But, yeah, listen, I mean, yeah, Bryce Young had a decent enough game, didn't turn the ball over. I mean, if you look at the stat lines, uh, 22-33, 153 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. You compare that against Derek Carr, 228, uh, one interception, no touchdowns. I mean, I'd probably say Bryce Young played better than Derek Carr did last night. Um, the 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 this man, the Saints kind of got uh, uh, I won't say lucky, but like they 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 got a lot out of Taysom Hill yesterday. They they're what three way player, right? He's tight end, quarterback, running back, running like back. You, you know. Um, they they got a lot out of Taysom Hill yesterday. It looks like that contract's starting to fucking pay off. They're utilizing him properly. 
and their defense. Their defense just is really fucking good, man. You know, uh, that's what I'm saying is uh, Derek Carr just has to do enough. And if, if you go to the asylum, there's a lot of Derek Carr hate, especially from uh, <laughs> Unum Knowledge. Hate just absolutely fucking hates Derek Carr, uh, which is cool. It's fine. I, I get it. But, I mean, he just has to be good enough. And I think this is a good situation for him. They're not going to ask him to win games. They're going to ask him not to lose games. And I think Derek Carr is capable of just going out there and not losing games. Now, on the other flip side, I mean, Deshaun Watson, for what you're paying him through two games, uh, you're, you're overpaid for a quarterback. Uh, you, you absolutely overpaid for a quarterback. Through two games, I know it's a small window. Let's get a couple weeks in. Uh, but, I mean, Kenny Pickett and Bryce Young, um, the you know these guys played just as well as Deshaun Watson out there for a fraction of the fucking money that he's making. So, uh, I don't know, man. I, I feel like there's just a, a bunch of quarterbacks that can go out there and just get the job done and do what they need to do. And and I think it's uh, you know Panthers, you're gonna you're gonna suffer through a couple of seasons, that's for sure. Uh, it's not gonna be great, but uh, I don't know, man. You got a guy like Bryce Young that seems to be making strides and seems to be playing some consistent football out there. I think that's optimistic, and compared to like the Browns, who now. Again, they just lost their star running back, and they they fucking have all this guaranteed money tied up in a guy that his better years might be behind him. Well, you know, and and outside of Patrick Mahomes, when you start looking at these outlandish contracts, Deshaun Watson, Joe Burrow's banged up. Now, granted, we we love us some Joe Burrow, but, man, he got his contract, got paid, and he's banged up. Russell Wilson, dumpster fire. Kyler Murray, dumpster fire. Like, you've got all these big, fat contracts. And then you look around the league and you're seeing guys like, you know, when Tua doesn't have scrambled eggs for brains, uh, Brock Purdy, CJ Stroud, like I mentioned, these young kids, do you, do you really want to be paying $50, $60 million a year for these quarterbacks? Or, or do the GMs maybe going to wise up and I don't want to say they're dispensable like running backs, but man, do you really want to be investing 25, 30% of your salary, your, your salary space into one player. I, I know three teams have fucked up and that's Cleveland, Denver and Arizona. And I think they're going to be paying for these for many years. Yeah, I know. I think, I think we're going to look around and be in a position, not, not quite as dire as the running back situation when it comes to quarterbacks, but I think solidifying that franchise quarterback might not be the biggest, uh, thing anymore i mean there's a couple of guys out there like the eagles paying for jalen hurts i'm okay with that that said who's got the best offensive line in the league philadelphia eagles you know uh cleveland browns they've got a great offensive line you know uh kansas city chiefs great offensive line baltimore ravens great offensive line Detroit Lions, great offensive line. So to me, like, I mean of course you're gonna pay fucking patrick mahomes for what he does out there lamar jackson gonna pay him but I'm I'm going to pay my offensive line first. Like, that's the first thing I'm going to do because everything starts in the trenches. And if you've got that dominant offensive line, then you can pull in any running back out of the draft. You can pull in any quarterback from the draft and then put in some wide receivers, and, you know, like uh, pay your wide receivers, pay your offensive line. I don't know if quarterback's the most important position anymore when it comes to, you know, looking around the league and seeing a lot of guys that are very similar out there. You're getting a lot of, like, I mean, a fucking Brock Purdy was the last guy drafted. 
the fucking last guy drafted, and you're putting him in that San Francisco offense and behind that offensive line. Come on. No, I get it. And, you know, and I, I'm not comparing Brock Purdy by any stretch to Tom Brady, but Tom Brady, sixth-round draft pick. Like, we've seen mid-round draft picks, late draft picks become, you know, stars for their teams, um, borderline Hall of Famers put up big I, – I just don't know if we got to be paying – the Herberts and the Allens and the, you know, to me, Mahomes is the one guy that stands out because I think you put him on any team, any team, and they're three to four wins better than they are without Patrick Mahomes. He, he is just that much of a difference maker. The rest of these guys, I think I can swap them. You put Joe Burrow behind that Philadelphia Eagles offensive line, Super Bowl, going to happen. I, 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 I'm with you. I just don't know will ever get away from it these gms these owners are going to pay the quarterbacks but it's man it's these veteran quarterbacks that they're giving these outlandish contracts to it's going to come back and bite them in the ass i just pulled up uh PF, pff's uh rankings for offensive lines heading into the season now it doesn't account for the first two weeks so whatever but uh a surprise san francisco is actually ranked 18th i mean they've got one of the best offensive linemen in the league with trent williams uh but they're down 11 spots from last year based off of pff's rankings and and they tend to be pretty accurate so it does seem just a lot of what shanahan's offense is doing is kind of covering up for some offensive lineman woes so maybe maybe brock purdy is is the second coming of fucking tom brady i don't fucking know <laughs> uh but yeah cincinnati is ranked 17th which is actually up for them they were 28th last year so uh Cincinnati continue to make strides on on their fucking offensive line. Uh Miami's only at the 20th uh offensive line, so yeah, two for a fucking MVP there. Um uh fucking Buffalo Bills 22nd. Uh, so I mean Josh uh, Josh Allen doing his fucking thing there. But yeah, number 1 as 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 I mentioned, Philadelphia Eagles ranked number 1, Browns number 2, Kansas City number 3, Baltimore number 4, Detroit number 5. <laughs> That's the fucking teams that I, r- I rattled off right in a row before. And those have the top fucking five uh, uh, offensive lines right there. Uh, Cowboys, number six. Atlanta, number seven. Oh, look out for Atlanta. Green Bay, number eight. That's why Jordan Love's performing. Uh, Chargers, number nine. And Colts. Colts, number ten. Hey, listen, maybe maybe, uh, maybe Richardson, if he doesn't fucking take hits on purpose, can, uh, can do something out there. But, yeah, I mean, there's a handful of elites that you're going to pay. I don't think you necessarily have to pay for the guys that aren't elite. And I'll argue that Deshaun Watson was a very good quarterback. I never put him in the elite category, though. You know, I never put him in the conversation with Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes hit that fucking conversation. Joe Burrow's in that fucking conversation of the best in the league. So for the Browns, it's looking kind of dire for them. But as we mentioned, very competitive division. Um, does look like the Ravens right now, but uh, don't bl- blink twice. And then, and as long as Joe Burrow's healthy, the fucking Bengals are going to be in it. Mike Tomlin's going to have this fucking uh, Steelers team playing competitive. Um, Browns, Browns might be done though. <laughs> the Browns might be done. I don't know. Uh, and then yeah, like, uh, real real quick back in the the, the South. Um, it does put the Saints two and zero. Man, I mean, as long as you know, as long as that defense holds up, we saw it last year with the Saints, and they're getting just enough quarterback play um, 
they're they're going to be you know a competitive team in the South, but I don't know, man. I, at this point in time, I like Derek Carr. I'm not a Derek Carr hater, but I almost wish that they had Baker Mayfield as their quarterback, <laughs> <laughs> who's also two and zero. Uh huh. I know. That's what I'm saying. As I think, I think ba- Baker's shining in that offense right now, and really could ha- have Tampa Bay. Uh, stealing the South from the Saints. So uh, pretty impressive stuff, though, from, from these teams. Uh, Monday Night Football, uh, you know, fa- fairly, you know, entertaining. Uh, you know, nothing uh, nothing too great out there, but uh, I'll take football on a Monday. Football on a Thursday, you start to question it. We've had two good Thursday night matchups, and uh, who, who do we get this week? Do you know who we have this week in Thursday night football? Let me pull this up. What does what, what Amazon got for us this week on Thursday night football? Uh, we've got one good team playing on Thursday night football tonight, and that line currently sits at minus 10.5 as the 49ers host the Giants. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Anyway, uh, let's take a quick break after that baseball bet. Stay tuned. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. We are back. Possibly never left you, Bantha. You say you got five, I got three, so maybe we got eight baseball games we're betting on in this September where, you know, we probably shouldn't be betting baseball. Um, probably should not be betting baseball. I'm going to double dip, rip, I guess, my Band-Aid off. We're going to talk about our Queen City Reds. I faded them yesterday, and I'm going to do the same again today. Minnesota's still in town. Kente Maeda taking the mound for the Twins. Another pitcher, I have no idea who this Cruz kid is for the Reds. Um, he's going to take the mound. The Reds aren't quitting, so I'm just going to kind of play, like, both sides of this, right? If I win the bet, yay. And if I lose the bet, yay, go Reds, because I really would like to see them in the playoffs. But uh, with Maeda on the mound, I just don't see how the Reds going to keep winning with this pitching montage of scrubs they keep throwing out there. I'll lay the 145 and put 10 bucks on the Twinkies. 
That's going to be an opener situation for Cincinnati. Uh, so that's what's going on there with Cruz. He's going to be the opener. Uh, Maeda's pitching really, really well. So it's hard to argue with you uh, that the starting pitching matchup definitely goes to Minnesota. But um, fortunately, I'm going to argue with you that uh, I'm going to bet the Reds. <laughs> I think that there's value with them with this plus line at home. I, th- I think that uh, they will win a game uh, – in, in this series, what, what happened yesterday in this in the series? They 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 lost to Reds um, uh, the Reds won. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! So maybe I'm wrong. Uh oh, <laughs> maybe they already won their game. Uh, no, I, I value play them at home with the plus line, ten dollar bet on Cincinnati. All right, next game up, we got the Blue Jays going to the Bronx take on the Bombers. Kikuchi on the mound for Toronto. Clark Schmidt on the mound for the Yankees. Yankees have nothing to play for. Um, maybe they start calling up some young kids or something. I haven't noticed anything. That, you know, I haven't really seen any names pop that make me think that the Yankees are doing anything intelligent here. The only thing that's got me off, well, it's not off this game because I'm betting it, the line just seems really low. I've, I've got Toronto minus 115. Kikuchi's the better pitcher. The Blue Jays are the better hitting team. Uh, it's kind of trappish, smellish, something along those lines. Never scares me off. I'm jumping in. Give me the Blue Jays for 10 bucks. I got a line of minus 108. This did open with the Blue Jays plus 100, so it is getting worse for the Blue Jays there. Uh, Kikuchi coming off of a very, very terrible outing, just absolute shit outing. But then, I mean, that's pretty much every outing for Clark Schmidt, right? So, I mean, uh, the dude's hittable. Uh, I think Toronto's going to hit him. I think we'll lock this into the D-Gen parlay. $10 bet on Toronto. All right, next game up, Philadelphia is at the Braves. We touched on this. Hit You hit this game yesterday. It was part of the parlay. Cesar Sanchez taking the mound, going against the National League American god Spencer Strider. But at minus 220 or even maybe even worse, I can't. I just can't. The Phillies are too good, and the Braves don't have that much to play for. I would be shocked if Strider went much further than five innings. Uh, there's too much value here. I got to jump on the Phillies. Give me 10 bucks on Philadelphia. Zigged when you thought I was going to zag. I was pulling up the run line for you. Uh, yeah, no, totally agree. I'm going to lean the Phillies with you. I, 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 I think the Braves probably win this one, but definitely not at the implied probability of a minus 215. Philadelphia plus plus 200 I can get you on Philadelphia a line oh, wow. just came, a, a line just came on the board right now plus 200 as I was blinking who the fuck who the, who the fuck is that uh, where can I get you the plus 200 probably can't uh, say the name it's probably I probably cannot say the name uh that's for fucking sure uh no bet parks I can get you at bet parks um that's uh that's where I'm gonna get you the plus 200 and some more sport lean on Philadelphia all right, next game up, let's go to the National League Central. The Cubbies are still fighting for a playoff position going against the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are not fighting anymore. Remember, Do you remember so many months ago when the Pirates were red hot and we had such high hopes, but the Pirates just kind of angeled all over themselves. They, they're, so, they're so confused on what they're doing, they haven't even named a starting pitcher for this game. But the Cubs will throw Javier Assad 
and I don't really care who the Pirates pitcher is, maybe as long as it's not Mitch Keller. Uh, but at minus 145, I'm on the Cubs to take care of business at home. Give me the Cubbies for 10 bucks. Yeah, I, I actually couldn't find a line on this game. So I'm, I'm still I still can't find a line on this game. So I'll, I'll trust that you can get a minus 145 somewhere. I, I do think, yeah, the Cubs, sh- Cubs should probably win this one. Uh, I'll lean the Cubs with you, but um, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I see I see where you, I see. Yeah, a line. I have. To, I'd have to validate that. Um, yeah, I'll lean the Cubbies with you. All right, last game up for me. Seattle going to the Bay take on the Oakland A. I mean the Las Vegas A's. Um, my second place finisher in the Cy Young Award winner, Luis Castillo, will take the mound for the Seahawks, whereas the Vegas A's will throw Paul Blackburn. This one's, I listen, this is a tough one for me because I actually like Blackburn. I feel bad for Blackburn having to pitch for the A's because they've just been such a shitty team all season long. But against Castillo, Seattle's, you know, still chugging along, trying to squeeze their sales into the playoffs. I got to run line it to get some value. But I, I'm telling you guys, don't throw this in a parlay or anything. It, it, it's just, I don't trust Seattle that much. But for ten bucks, I'll put some money on the Seahawks. Give me Seattle for ten bucks on the run line. Yeah, that, that's minus one fifteen. I wonder what they're doing with Paul Blackburn because he's had two short outings, only gone three innings in his last two starts. So it seems like they might be winding down his season, trying not to put extra mileage on him. Uh, Castillo, though, man, I mean, he he just he keeps producing. I mean the. the Man, he's had a couple, like a couple of bad outings that probably dropped him out of that Cy Young uh, race. Just a handful of bad outings, but th- this dude consistently, uh, you know, produces. Uh, Seattle. Ah, I mean, they're f- pretty much fighting with who? Uh, I mean, I think Texas is pretty much out of it. They I think, right? I think it's it's it's, it's Toronto, right? It's basically. Uh, I mean, I think. Technically, Texas is in front of Seattle, but it's it's Toronto for that last uh, wild card spot. Is that who it is? Uh, see, I, to, I don't know what standings you look at, but you gotta you have to scroll down and bump Minnesota up. Even though there's going to be a wild card, it's going to have a better record than Minnesota, but Minnesota's going to get in because they won their division or going to win their division. Well, there's three wild cards, right? Tampa Bay has the lock, right. or Tampa Bay or Baltimore. One, one of those two has the lock for the okay. for the, that's guaranteed. And, and then, the other two are going to come out of the West. Well, it's Toronto. Toronto, Toronto, cur- too, yeah. Toronto currently has a, a one-game lead. Uh, Texas and Seattle in a virtual tie for that third one. So, I mean, Seattle's still in the mix there. They really I think it'll be games. in the mix for their division, too. And after – listen, I, I, I got to go back. Who, who Who's calling me out for shitting on, on Texas uh, last week? I, I, I got to go back to the chat. Someone sh- Texas won five games in a row. Panther. How many games have they lost now in a row? They're down to four. And and so, I mean, all, all of that great progress that Texas made, they fucking flushed it down the toilet here. Uh, I'm with you. More support lean on Seattle. As I mentioned, I'll get you the minus 115 on the run line. Uh, you're right. Well, we must be betting eight because you just moral supported yourself all the way through these games. What are you betting today? I'm betting Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I I set myself up good on that one. Uh, Eovaldi on the mound. I I, I love him. He pitches really great. 
for this Texas team. They are in that fight right now. Uh, Boston faded. They're they're just not as uh, competitive and as good as that they were. Texas minus one forty six. I can get them at ten dollar bet on the Rangers. This was a game on the road, was it not? Uh, Rangers Texas, at home. Texas. Rangers at Rangers home. Rangers at home. Minus one forty six yeah, with Avaldi on the mound. I I think this is a I think this is a win. I thought a lot of my bets have been wins. I I, I get it, but they've lost four in a row and they're at home and I'm got to eat minus one forty five. I'm I'm on your side. Tons of moral support. I just I already had a bunch of bad bets. I didn't need another one, so I'll just lean Texas. Well, let's go back into the Wayback Machine where we uh, refused to put Texas in our Dijon parlay because they fucked us over. And then we started putting them in and they were winning. We're going to put them in today because I like that Texas play, minus 146. We're going to definitely throw in the Toronto Blue Jays, minus 108. And what's going to be your third pick? We disagreed on Minnesota, Cincinnati. I did like Seattle. Um, if we, uh, we can just throw Seattle in minus the two Oh five, cause it's a parlay where we can, you know, get that run line. If you'd prefer, uh, which, which going to be your third pick? What, what else are we throwing in here? Um, I mean, we're, are we re- really not going to bank on the Phillies beating the Braves again with Strider on the mound. That was a little bit of a flyer. So I think Seattle has to be the play here. What, what will the minus 205 get us for a bail? All right, let's see. With the minus 205, we can still get a plus 383. Good enough. All right. We're just looking, for, we're just looking <laughs> we're for a win, right? Uh, Texas minus 146, Toronto minus 108, Seattle minus 205. That parlay, as I mentioned, will pay us plus 383 when we hit this later on today. With that, closing out this show on a Tuesday. Panther, take us home. We're going home, guys. You get to look forward to tomorrow. It'll be the debut one week late of the DGen rank. Can't wait to see where Max and I clash uh, in this early season ranking. But if you guys want to shoot the shit with us, hang out with us, you can do it on Facebook, you can do it on Twitter, or you can do it right here in our Discord channel. Join the Asylum and call us out by name. And we'll holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. This show is sports entertainment. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. And any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. In short, don't be stupid. Gamble responsibly. We will not be held responsible. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.